the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Trump is marking Juneteenth. In a White House statement, the president says Juneteenth is a reminder of both the unimaginable injustice of slavery and the incomparable joy of emancipation. He goes on to say it is both a remembrance of a blight on our history and a celebration of our nation's unsurpassed ability to triumph over darkness. The excitement building ahead of the president's first campaign-style rally in months. Outside the BOK Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma, early arrivals are camping out ahead of President Trump's planned rally on Saturday. It's the ninth one I've been to. Many say they're not planning to take precautions against the coronavirus, such as wearing a mask during the rally inside the 19,000-seat arena. I could get the flu someday, and you never know. If you want to wear a mask for your safety, you can. You know, me personally, I mean, I wouldn't want to choose to. I think it's all a hoax to tell you the truth. Health officials in Tulsa have advised people to protect themselves against the virus that Johns Hopkins University says has killed more than 118,000 people in this country. I'm Tim McGuire. Also at townhall.com, House Democrats unveiling a $1.5 trillion infrastructure plan Thursday. It calls for a huge increase in funding to repair roads and bridges while expanding broadband access in rural areas. Democrats describe the bill as the biggest legislative effort to fight climate change, with Speaker Nancy Pelosi saying the package would make real the promise of building infrastructure in a green and resilient way. Tensions on the Transportation Committee have flared largely over the green measures included in the bill, which require states to account for climate change before undertaking projects and also require states to meet certain greenhouse gas emission goals when they receive funding. Republicans on the committee have nicknamed the legislation the My Way or the Highway Bill, airing frustrations that they were excluded from its crafting. Bernie Bennett in Washington. More on these stories at townhall.com. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is a central theme of the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corrie Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corrie's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. Now, 45 years later, comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corrie's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Reese davies Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code MOVIE. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code MOVIE. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. Always delivering the best in conservative talk here on Freedom 1570, bringing liberty and truth. Thumbly Michaels for today. Partly cloudy skies, low 80s. Tonight alone, you're 62. Scattered chance of a storm popping up for your Saturday and for Father's Day, but otherwise, we'll see partly to mostly cloudy skies and highs 
right around 80 for Saturday, should see low to mid 80s for Father's Day. Like It Matters Radio is next here on Freedom 1570. This Week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. The Supreme Court hands down an unsettling decision. Transgender status, sexual orientation wasn't around then. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday afternoon at 3 and Sunday afternoon at 2, here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy Buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, uh, today's topic is Juneteenth. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I am uncomfortable. I've done some research to prepare for today's show, and um, I just got to be honest with you. Uh, I'm saddened. I'm saddened by uh, our history. I'm saddened by man's inhumanity to man. You know, I always reference the book Man's Search for Meaning by Dr. Viktor Frankl. Uh, And uh, what I got from that book is man's inhumanity to man is well documented. How we treat each other. It doesn't matter why we treat each other so poorly, but we can kill each other, slaughter each other, torture each other, hang each other, mutilate each other, and it's not getting better. Uh, It's getting worse. It's getting worse. Not only do we kill each other now, but we, uh, we decapitate, we slice up, we chop up, uh, we torture, we enslave, we rape and abuse. And um, so, yeah, today's show is pretty intense. Uh, as I've been preparing for it, my, my heart is heavy. You know, if we don't learn from the past, we are doomed to repeat it. And unlike some in this country and around the world... Uh, when we uh, get power, when we feel like we've been subjugated, when we feel like we've been uh, oppressed, when we get power, unfortunately, you see a lot of times, again, the worst comes out in people. You know, when Barack Obama was elected, the first black president uh, of America, I remember the uh, 
the uh, the black militants, the Black Panthers, outside of a Philadelphia polling place with their billy clubs, threatening, intimidating, calling white people crackers, saying, "Well, we're in charge now, crackers," uh, and just and one of uh, Eric Holder's first acts as uh, Attorney General, first black Attorney General, I believe, uh, is that he dismissed all charges, and yet. Uh, the Voting Rights Act says you can't intimidate at a poll. You can't, and because again we overcompensate. Because again, these people were black. Uh, Eric Holder decided not to pursue charges. Uh, instead of saying, "Hey, we're better than this. Uh, this is not how we treat people. It's not. It was wrong when white people treated black people this way, and it does not make it right when black people treat white people this way." Uh, swinging the pendulum one way or the other doesn't change the fact that wrong is wrong. Uh, and when people who are wronged now get to the top of the heap and they inflict on others the same wrongness that was inflicted on them, um, I, I, that doesn't solve anything, that doesn't heal anything. And so I want you to know as we celebrate Juneteenth, which is the abolition of slavery, the freeing of people of color uh, from being slaves, my heart's heavy. Uh, I, I, I'm just being honest with you. And i got to be honest with you as well, I learned a lot. Uh, I did not uh, have the understanding of Juneteenth. And, and while I've been studying and researching Juneteenth, I also learned more about redlining, did not understand the whole concept of redlining, uh, which is a racial, pra- uh, a racial practice, a prejudice practice. And I understand it was based on most likely uh, profitability. Um, it's wrong. Uh, and then 40 acres and a mule, again, uh, with General, I think it's Sherman, who, uh, in order to cover his own butt, in order to uh, make himself look nice and ingratiated to people of color, came up with a, a law, 40 acres and a mule, that was later after the assassination of uh, Lincoln overturned, I think it was by Johnson who came in afterwards. So um, I just want to say right now, uh, you know, I could apologize uh, for the way uh, people of color have been treated. Uh, I, I didn't do it, but it makes me sad. And I could go through a long line of things that make me sad about our country. I can go in a longer line of things that make me sad about humanity. Uh, the problem with America is like the problem of the church. You know, how many people have been killed uh, in the name of God over the centuries? Uh, it's just incredible. Incredible, the, uh, the inquisitions where we would torture and destroy uh, uh, Jews because they wouldn't uh, confess and turn over to become Christians. Uh, you know, the, uh, what happened with Muslims attacking Christians and Christians attacking Muslims and the, the millions of people that have been slaughtered. Uh, man, it just makes me sad. But we are going to today talk about Juneteenth because it's part of history. Uh, it's important. Uh, this is from Wikipedia. Uh, Juneteenth, uh, also known as Freedom Day, Jubilee Day, Liberation Day, is an unofficial American holiday celebrated annually on the 19th of June in the United States to commemorate Union Army General Gordon Granger's reading of federal orders in the city of Galveston, Texas, on 19 June 1865, proclaiming that all enslaved persons in the U.S. state of Texas were now free. And although the Emancipation Proclamation formally freed uh, slaves almost two and a half years earlier, and the American Civil War had largely ended with the defeat of the Confederate States in April, 
Texas was the most remote of the slave states with a low presence of Union troops, so enforcement of the proclamation had been slow and inconsistent. Celebrations date to 1866, at first involving church-centered community gatherings in Texas. It spread across the South and became more commercialized in the 1920s and 1930s, often centering on food festivals. During the Civil Rights Movement in the 1960s, it was eclipsed by the struggle for post-war civil rights, but grew in popularity again in the 1970s with a focus on African-American freedom and arts. By the 21st century, Juneteenth was celebrated in most major cities across the U.S. Activists are campaigning for the United States Congress to recognize Juneteenth as a national holiday. Uh, Juneteenth is recognized as a state holiday or special day of observance in 47 of the 50 U.S. states. And what I believe to be true, and uh, when I was reading through stuff, is that Texas, uh, slow uh, to change. Texas, slow to uh, allow for the Emancipation Proclamation, also became the first state to officially make it a holiday. And during the American Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln issued the Preliminary Emancipation Proclamation on September 22, 1862. It was formally issued on January 1, 1863, declaring that all enslaved persons in the Confederate States of America, in rebellion and not in Union hands, were to be freed. Incredible. Uh, the news of John O. Robert E. Lee's surrender on April 9, 1865, reached Texas later in the month. The Western Army of the Trans-Mississippi did not surrender until June 2nd. On June 18th, Union Army General Gordon Granger arrived at Galveston Island with 2,000 federal troops to occupy Texas on behalf of the federal government. The following day, standing on the balcony at Galveston, Ashton Villa, Granger read aloud the contents of General Order No. 3, announcing the total emancipation of those held as slaves. Isn't that incredible? The people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of personal rights, rights of property between former masters and slaves, and the connection heretofore existing between them becomes the, that between employer and hired labor. The freedmen are adv advised to remain quietly at their present homes and work for wages. They inform that they will not be allowed to collect uh, at military posts, and they will not be supported in idleness either he there or elsewhere. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we can't pretend it didn't happen. I got to tell you, I, it breaks my heart. I cannot watch movies about slavery. I cannot watch a movie like Roots and Kinda Kinte. Uh, to see how another human being treated another human being. I also cannot watch the gas chambers of Auschwitz. I cannot watch a bullfight, see an animal picked upon. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we're better than this. We're better than this. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're looking at the stark reality of our past, uh, that we did have slaves, that this country was founded upon and used uh, the, the backs of slaves to create this, uh, this country that has a lot of flaws but by most standards uh, is considered a, a greater country than most of those other countries. But we're all flawed because we all have the one same common ingredient, human beings. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back talking about Juneteenth. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? 
At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Get a $7,000 2012 Hyundai Elantra for just $3,500 now through this special offer from Invergrove Hyundai in this station. There's just one half-priced used car available. Go to this station's website, click on the half-off home makeover at the top of the page, or call the station now. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Victor Frankel. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and today we are talking about Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Today is June 19th, and it is the day that we commemorate. And again, I don't know if it's uh, the proper word to celebrate, uh, because there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of racial pain in this country. There's a lot of human pain in this country. Uh, and so Juneteenth it commem- commemorates uh, the effective end of the institution of slavery. I would suggest that it hasn't ended slavery uh, because many people still live in much slavery. Uh, and as Jean, uh, what is it, Jean Jacques Rousseau said, man is born free and everywhere he is in chain. But in some in this country, uh, they were brought here uh, from another country as slaves. Uh, and uh, slavery is an issue worldwide. There are still uh, millions of people, maybe even hundreds of million people, 
in slavery. There's a sex slavery uh, in uh, India. There's class system. Uh, and in many Muslim countries, there are slaves uh, that people are, are basically bought and treated uh, like property. Uh, it does not excuse what we did in this country. There is no excuse. Wrong is wrong. Uh, and tipping the scales and turning it the other way doesn't make wrong right. But uh, we need to commemorate today's date in history in uh, June 19th and 1865. That's what it is. Juneteenth, uh, short for June 19th, marks the day when federal troops arrived in Galveston, Texas in 1865 to take control of the state and ensure that all enslaved people be freed. The troops' arrival came a full two and a half years. Did you hear that? Two and a half years because some people fight change, right? Two and a half years after the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation, June 10th marks an effective end to slavery in the United States and is considered the longest-running African-American holiday. Confederate General Robert E. Lee had surrendered at Appomattox, a courthouse two months early in Virginia, but slavery had remained relatively unaffected in Texas until U.S. General Gordon Granger stood on Texas soil and read General Orders Number 3. The people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the United States that all slaves are free. The Emancipation Proclamation was issued by President Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican president. Uh, it was the Republican Party that freed the slaves, just like it was the Republican Party that gave women the right to vote. And many of the grand wizards of the KKK were Democratic Party members. And I would suggest uh, that the Democratic Party is actively keeping people of color in slavery, uh, keep people of color in slavery today. Uh, and if you don't think like everybody else that looks black, uh, then you're not really black. I mean, Joe Biden said that earlier. If you don't vote for him, if you how dare you think for yourself and vote for Trump, then you're not black enough. You're not really black. It looks like Tom, uh, you know, Clarence Thomas is really not black enough. It's like uh, all those babies, 20 million black babies aborted since 1973 aren't black enough. Uh, just like the, the 18 black people who died a little while ago in 24 hours in Chicago aren't black enough. Like David Dorn, the retired police officer, great grandfather, a great man of God, I would assume, great uh, sheriff, uh, was killed uh, wanting to defend uh, the pawn shop. And if you look at the camera, uh, all seven people that walked into that pawn shop uh, that killed David Dorn were people of color. Uh, it's just a sad reality. Black-on-black -black violence is huge. Um, but today I want to focus in on this one day. And I got to tell you, uh, reading about this, studying it, made me sad. It made me ashamed. It made me embarrassed to be white. It made me embarrassed to be a human being. Uh, man's inhumanity, man is well documented. Well, you know, I have never read the, 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 uh, uh, the uh, Emancipation Proclamation. And here's the text of the Emancipation Proclamation. Whereas on the 22nd day of September, A.D. 1862, a proclamation was issued by the President of the United States containing, among other things, the following to wit. That on the first day of January, A.D. 1863, all persons held as slaves within any state or designated part of a state, the people whereof shall then be in rebellion against the United States, shall be then thenceforward and forever free. 
and the executive government of the United States, including the military and naval authority thereof, will recognize and maintain the freedom of such persons and, and will do not act or acts to suppress to repress such persons or any of them in ever, any efforts they may make for their actual freedom. Quote, that the executive will on the first day of January aforesaid by proclamation designate the states and parts of states, if any, in which the people thereof respectively shall then be in rebellion against the United States, and the fact that any state or the people thereof shall on the day be in good faith represented in the Congress of the United States by members chosen thereto at elections wherein a majority of the qualified voters of such states shall have participated, shall in the absence of strong countervailing testimony, be deemed conclusive evidence that such state and the people thereof are not then in rebellion against the United States. Now, therefore, I, Abraham Lincoln, President of the United States, by virtue of the power in me vested as Commander-in-Chief of the Army and Navy of the United States, in time of actual armed rebellion against the authority and government of the United States, and as a fit and necessary war measure for suppressing said rebellion, do on this first day of January, A.D. 1863, in accordance with my purpose so to, so to do, publicly proclaim for the full period of 100 days from the first day above mentioned, order and designate as the states and parts of states wherein the people thereof respectively are this day in rebellion against the United States, the following to wit. Arkansas. Texas, Louisiana, uh, except the parishes St. Bernard, Apocomines, Jefferson, St. John, St. Charles, St. James, Ascension, Assumption, Terrebonne, uh, La Forche, St. Mary, St. Martin, and Orleans, including the city of New Orleans, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and Virginia, except the 48 counties designated as West Virginia, and also the counties of Berkeley, Comac, uh, Northampton, Elizabeth City, York, Princess Anne, and Norfolk, including the cities of Norfolk and Portsmouth, uh, and which exerted parts are for the present left precisely as if this proclamation were not issued. In other words, the difference between the North and the South. And by virtue of the power and for the purpose aforesaid, I do order and declare that all persons held as slaves within said designated estates and parts of states are, and henceforth shall be free. And that the executive government of the United States, including the military and naval authorities thereof, will recognize and maintain the freedom of said persons. And I hereby enjoin upon the people so declared to be free, to abstain from all violence, unless in necessary self-defense, and I recommend to them that, in all case, when allowed, they labor faithfully for reasonable wages." And I further declare and make known that such persons of suitable condition will be received in the armed service of the United States to garrison forts, position station, and other places, and to man vessels of all sorts in said service. And upon this act, sincerely believed to be an act of justice, warranted by the Constitution upon military necessity, I invoke the considerate judgment of mankind in the gracious favor of Almighty God. Ladies and gentlemen, God himself said, There is no Jew or no Greek. There is no slave or slaveholder. We are all children of God. And the fact that we can judge someone, as Dr. King said, by the color of their skin, 
by a choice that was not theirs. That by itself uh, is a sad travesty. To judge someone that were choices that were not theirs, to judge someone based on decisions that they did not make, to judge someone and condemn them or or treat them poorly or treat them uh, negatively or abuse them or whatever the word is uh, because of something that was not their doing. Uh, You couldn't find something more wrong. Dr. King said that we should judge people based on choices that were theirs. That's what he meant by the content of their character. And I want to tell you right now, uh, as a white person, uh, I can apologize for sins of people that looked white. I, I don't believe I'm related to them all. I don't believe that all white people know each other. I don't believe that all white people are related uh, any more than all people are related. We all are children of Adam. And for those of us who are born again, become children of Christ. Uh, and man, I, I have more in common with my black brothers, my Chinese brothers, my Jewish brothers, my Muslim brothers, uh, those that, uh, and what makes them a brother? That's easy. Jesus said this. When Jesus was in the house, I don't remember where it was, back of John, I think it's John uh, 6 maybe, uh, Jesus was in a house telling people that he was God. Uh, and uh, people sent for his family. So Mary and his brothers were outside the door, uh, and someone came up to Jesus and said, Hey, Jesus, your mother and your brothers are outside. They were mocking him. You call yourself God, but your mom's outside God. And Jesus says, Who is my mother? And who is my brother? But he or she who does the will of my father, that is my mother. That is my brother. And so my brother is not based on skin color. My brother is not based on what country he holds a passport in. My brother is not someone who votes like I do and supports Donald Trump. My brother is many different colors. My brother is many different tongues. My brother uh, is many different nations. My brother, my mother, my sister, my friend are those who do the will of our Father, God the Father, Abba Daddy. And so, ladies and gentlemen, today... We're focusing on past injustices. We're focusing on a great day of freedom, June 19th, 1865, when the people in the state of Texas were notified clearly that all men, all slaves, all people of color are freed men, and all rights that God provided to everybody are available to them as well, as they always were. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes talking about Juneteenth. I believe that even amid today's mortar burst and whining bullets, there is still hope for the brighter tomorrow. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. 
Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Tune in each Saturday afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on Freedom 1570 for Garden Talk Radio. It's the Wisconsin Vegetable Gardener Radio Show. Topic-focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions right now at gardentalkradio at gmail.com or call us anytime at 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on Freedom 1570. Catch the replay Sunday afternoons 2 to 3 p.m. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. I still believe that one day mankind will bow before the altars of God. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today, I'm, uh, my show got a little bit of somberness in me uh, because I'm... Uh, Focusing on the past, so a really um, uh, poor time in our history, a time in our history that, uh, yeah, we were still doing some good things, uh, but we had so much other stuff going on uh, that uh, we struggled. You know, it's uh, very similar to uh, what a lot of people have, a lot of families have. They could have some business success. Uh, they could have some success in athletics. But, you know, if their foundation is crumbling, if they uh, have a drug problem, if they're struggling with depression or suicide, uh, if they have some, some darkness uh, that they're abusing a child or whatever, you know, on the outside it looks like uh, everything's all nice and wonderful and there's some good things going on. But I don't know about you, but when I've had things in my life that were dark, that were hidden from people, that even though I was doing some good things, uh, I never truly felt good. Uh, and I think America has a lot of that in our history. We we are human beings, and we're made up uh, people. And for that reason, there's going to be conflict. There's going to be struggles. There's going to be problems. If you look at how many people were slaughtered in the name of God, how many people uh, slaughtered people under the name of religion. Uh, and uh, I remember, I think it was Carmen in a video that was talking about, you know, uh, uh, it, it's not God who did these things. It was uh, man. It was the evilness, darkness that resided in man who held positions in the church. 
And so, ladies and gentlemen, today as we uh, commemorate, as we mark June 19th, which is called Juneteenth, uh, and Juneteenth commemorates the effective end of slavery in the United States. This is from History.com. And even the headline tells you a lot more about this than most people pay attention to. Commemorates the effective end of slavery. See, slavery was ended, actually, by the Emancipation Proclamation. Uh, it took effect January 1, 1863. And I think it was proclaimed in uh, September, I think it was, of 1962. But it was to take effect January 1, 1863. But notice the date I gave you for Juneteenth. It was June 19, 1865. It was like two and a half years later. That's why it says Juneteenth marks the day when federal troops arrived in Galveston, Texas, because, again, Texas didn't want to go along with everybody else, uh, in 1865 to take control of the state and ensure that all enslaved people are freed. The troop arrival came a full two and a half years after the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation. Juneteenth marks an effective end to slavery in the United States. It's considered the longest-running African-American holiday. Uh, uh, Robert E. Lee had surrendered uh, approximately two months earlier in Virginia, but slavery had remained relatively unaffected in Texas until U.S. General Gordon Granger stood on Texas soil and read General Orders Number 3. The people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. And notice what this, there's an underlying message here. That we get so wrapped up in the past that we can't allow for change in the present. We get so focused on the past that we have no vision for the future. And the reason why Juneteenth is celebrated, I mean, really, let's be honest, I would think September, uh, whatever the date is, of uh, 1862, when the Emancipation Proclamation was announced, maybe that should be celebrated. Or how about... Uh, January 1, 1863, maybe that date should be celebrated when the Emancipation Proclamation actually took effect. But you know what date we're remembering is Juneteenth, June 19th, 1865. And I think it's rather appropriate because God uh, does things without us really knowing. And why was it appropriate? Because it's exactly what's going on today. We get so wrapped up in the past that we have no vision for the future. We get so wrapped up in what we thought was wrong and right from the past that we're screwing up our present, that we're destroying any possibility, any potentiality for harmony, for coming together in the future. And the reason why we recognize June 19th, 1865 versus, uh, you know, April, I mean, January 1, 1863, or whatever it was, I think it was September 22nd, 1862, because we're stuck in the past. We're stuck in the past. And you know, I, I teach psychology. And there are uh, what we call three R's of survival. Regret, resent, and resist. See, we have a timeline. We have a past, we have a present, and we have a future. And the problem is most people have misfiled their past into their future. So our, our past dictates our future. And that's what was going on in Texas. The past, where slaves were allowed to be had. The past, where white people were masters and black people were slaves. The past, where all authority uh, rested with certain people. See, the past was coming to a close. 
And we were called to be different in the present so that our future would look different than our past. But because so many people were stuck in the past, they could not allow for a new present situation that would allow for a better future. And we're, we're, we're repeating the same mistakes. And man, as I'm studying this, I'm studying the, the atrocities of redlining, as I'm studying uh, the whole thing about 40 acres on a mule, uh, I, I'm saddened. I'm disappointed. Uh, I, I told you before, I can't watch uh, movies on racism. I can't watch movies about black people being hung. or I can't watch that about a white person being hung. I couldn't watch that about a yellow person being hung or a blue person. Uh, I, I don't want to see anybody tortured. I don't want to see anybody abused. I don't care what their skin color. I don't honestly care what they did. You know, Jared, remember Jared, the, the subway guy, the pervert? He was a sick, demented, twisted guy who became a millionaire because he went from fat to skinny, supposedly on subway sandwiches. Well, then we found out later that all that money he got just allowed him to feed his depravity as a human being, a sexual predator, prying on little kids, ones that they could separate from mom and dad, people that had social issues, people that didn't like their mom and dad, and so they would reach out, and and Jared was taking advantage of them, committing sexual crimes with these kids. And I remember when he was in prison, uh, I I was reading this article about him in prison, how he's been beaten up and how he's been uh, molested, abused, and basically done to him what he had done to other kids. And I was reading the comment section. And so many people were, yeah, good for, yeah, finally got what he deserves. Yeah, I hope it happens to him again. Yeah, I hope. I'm like, whoa, that is not the right mindset. I mean, rape is wrong, period. Wrong. It's always wrong. But then to say that rape is okay at certain times, rape is okay as a measurement of punish. Rape is okay uh, to do to somebody if they had done it to somebody else. Rape, see, this is the problem. This is why we recognize Juneteenth. Because a man's inhumanity, because a man's brokenness. Every single human being is flawed. We all fall short of the glory of God. We're sinful creatures. That's why I was reading about Thomas Sowell. And he wrote a book called Conflicts of Visions. Great book. I got to order now. Uh, And he says, and he quotes Jean-Jacques Rousseau, that man is born free and everywhere he's in chains. And he said it's based on the belief that good things happen automatically, but bad things are somebody's fault. Think about this frail thinking that good things happen automatically, but bad things or somebody's fault. So here's from Wikipedia. Listen to what it says about this book. Conflict of Visions is a book by Thomas Sowell. Uh, Sowell. It was uh, originally published in 18, 1987. A revised edition appeared in 2007. He says, Sowell's opening chapter attempts to answer the question of why the same people tend to be political adversaries in issue after issue when the issues vary enormously in subject matter and sometimes hardly seem connected to one another. The root of these conflicts, Saul claims, are the visions or the intuitive feelings that people have about human nature. Different visions imply radically different consequences for how they think about everything from war to justice. The rest of the book describes two basic visions, the constrained vision and the unconstrained vision, which are thought to capture opposite ends of a continuum of political thought on which one can place contemporary Westerners in addition to the intellectual ancestors of the past few centuries. And so here's what he says, the unconstrained vision. Sowell argues that the unconstrained vision relies heavily on the belief that human nature is essentially good. 
Those with an unconstrained vision distrust decentralized processes and are impatient with large institutions and systemic processes that constrain human action. They believe there's an ideal solution to every problem and that compromise is never acceptable. Collateral damage is merely the price of moving forward on the road to perfection. Sowell often refers to them as the self-anointed. Ultimately, they believe that man is morally perfectible. Because of this, they believe that there exists some people who are further along the path of moral development, have overcome self-interest, and are immune to the influence of power, and therefore act as surrogate decision-makers for the rest of society. Sowell argues that the constrained vision relies heavily on belief that human nature is essentially unchanging and that man is naturally inherently self-interested regardless of the best intentions. Those with a constrained vision prefer the systemic processes of the rule of law and experience of tradition. Compromise is essential because there are no ideal solutions, only trade-offs. Those with a constrained vision favor solid empirical evidence and time-tested structures and processes over intervention and personal experience. Ultimately, the constrained vision demands checks and balances and refuses to accept that all people could put aside their innate self-interest. Thomas Sowell on the myths of economic equality, intellectuals and society book, intellectuals are defined as idea workers that exercise profound influence on policymakers and public opinions, but are often not directly accountable for results. See, this is the problem. This is why we celebrate June 19th versus, uh, you know, January 1, 1863, is because man is morally bankrupt. And until we understand that we're all corrupt, we'll never consider that in the equation. So I am Mr. Black. Today we're talking about Juneteenth. I'll be back in three minutes. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Victor Frankel. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. In a lawsuit, a little extra liability protection can go a long way. Call Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. A personal liability umbrella policy from American Family Insurance offers a million dollars or more of coverage over and above the limits of your auto and home policies. And it's affordable. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. 
Get a $3,047 fully motorized retractable deck awning for just $1,523 now through this special offer from Minnesota Eco Builders and this station. There's just one half-price awning available. Go to this station's website, click on the half-off home makeover, or call the station now. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Nonviolence is the answer to the crucial political and moral questions of our time. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And today is with a somberness that I do today's show. It's called Juneteenth. It's commemorating uh, the day in American history of 1865, I believe it is when slaves were formally uh, made free. And ladies and gentlemen, it's a sad day uh, when we have to commemorate something that was a no-brainer, something that the Bible clearly states, that man is, God is not a respecter of man. God doesn't see skin color. It's just a DNA marker. God sees the heart, the workings of the heart. And who is my brother? Who is my mother? Jesus said, but he who does the will of my father. Uh, that is my brother. That is my mother. And no matter what color someone's skin, no matter what tongue they speak with, no matter what their history, uh, my brother and my sister has nothing to do with my DNA, has nothing to do with the blood that runs through us or the skin color that we possess or what country we were born in. But it is he, she, who has accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, he or she uh, who wants to do the will of the Father, uh, Abba Daddy. Whether you call Father God Allah, which is nothing more than the Arabic name for God, there are many uh, Arabic Christians who pray to Allah every single day. And by the way, the Quran, there are 94 ayats in the Quran about Jesus. Uh, be honest with you, I can talk more about Isa al-Masir, Jesus the Messiah, to my Muslim Muslim cousins uh, than I can to my Jewish brothers and sisters, uh, because Jews have Jesus Christ as a stumbling block. Uh, and Muslims, uh, you know, if you read the Quran, uh, the Quran says that uh, uh, that uh, Jesus is on a station uh, similar to uh, to Muhammad, to Allah. Uh, the 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 Quran says that uh, Isa, Jesus. Uh, is the breath of Allah, the, is on a stage with Allah. And the virgin birth is in there. He is a word from Allah. Uh, and so uh, just to let you know who my brother, my, my sister is, has nothing to do with last name, has nothing to do with ethnicity, has nothing to do with skin color or height or weight or even depth of character, i got to be honest with you. It has to do with those who humble themselves uh, before the cross, who know that there's only one way to the Father, 
and that is through the Son, Jesus Christ. And so we got to realize human nature is to get comfortable. Remember, we have comfort zones. We have this uh, comfort zone, and we get stale and stagnant in this comfort zone. Outside that comfort zone is a zone called fear, false evidence appearing real. And outside of that zone is called panic, intense fear. And the key to life is to keep ourselves out of our comfort zone as much as we can because we don't grow in our comfort zone. And that was why we celebrate Juneteenth, because the comfort zone in America was that we had slaves. Slaves to do our work, slaves to boss around, slaves to help us out, indentured servants. And so that was the comfort zone. But that is not the way forward, because any man of God knows that there is no uh, slave, that we're all freed upon the acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And so we had to get out of our comfort zone, and that's why uh, they had to send military to Texas in 1865. On June 19th in 1865, it was read aloud, the Emancipation Proclamation that happened two and a half years earlier, because people were still stuck in their comfort zones. It was time to get out of their comfort zone so we can have a better future as one nation under God. All men are created equal. All men uh, are, are have an equal standing before the foot of the cross. God is not a respecter of persons. You just got to read that good book and you'll see it. And here's the problem. Every democracy goes through a cycle. We call it the Titler cycle, T-Y-T-L-E-R. It goes like this. We go from bondage to spiritual faith. And then we go from spiritual faith to courage. And then we go from courage to liberty. And then we go to liberty to abundance. And then we go to, from abundance to selfishness. Then we go to selfishness to complacency. Then we go to complacency to apathy. Then we go to apathy to dependence. And then starting all over again with bondage. And not only is that, I believe the pattern has been identified every 200 years with any democracy. I'm going to suggest it's a pattern for human nature. Why do you think it's a pattern for democracy? Because every country is made up of people. Every family is made up of people. Every group of people is made up with people. We're all flawed. We all fall short of the glory of God. We, our hearts are wicked beyond repair. I mean, God himself repented. You would say, how can God repent, which has changed his mind? He, was, he realized that man was wicked, that every thought coming out of man's uh, heart was wicked, was evil in nature. And God repented that he created man, not white man, not black man, not yellow man, not blue man, but man. We all have the same disease. It's called flesh. That's what Thomas Sowell was talking about, the constrained vision and the non-constrained vision. And the bottom of that article I was reading on Thomas Sowell and his book, this comment really hit me. He said, this was the comment in the section, quote, as a black person, I find it difficult to understand how people like Thomas Sowell, who actually grew up poor, lived through Jim Crow, and every other hardship blacks faced back then, could somehow rise above all that resentment of establishment, white society, and make something of himself. Despite the challenges, while youngish people like Ta-Nehisi Coates, Coates, who grew up in a much less racist time and in better conditions, can hold such regressive ideas about whites and race relations and actually be commended for it by the intelligentsia and media today. It just baffles me. I cannot, for the life of me, blame a white person today. And that's what we got to realize. There is institutionalized racism systemic racism. And Jack Brewer, who's a black man, 
said that poor schools, fatherless households, genocide through abortion, 20 million black babies aborted since 1973. This is Jack Brewer's definition of systemic racism. The facts are that the vast majority of black men in America never get into an aggressive altercation with police. But the harsh reality is also that many poor black boys are born fatherless and forced to attend underperforming public schools. The National Principals Association reports that 71% of all high school dropouts come from fatherless homes. That's nine times the average. Additionally, 73% of African-American kids are born out of wedlock. Are the, as these black boys grow on their way to manhood, they lack positive role models. They get trapped in an education system that won't allow them to break out of their neighborhoods to attend better schools so that they can increase their chances of success. And he said, quote, please don't try to justify this sad truth by placing blame on the black community while denying the realities of our history that includes slavery, Jim Crow laws, redlining, and implementing welfare policies that have rewarded fatherless homes. Next, layer this on top of mass incarceration for more black men in America than all the world combined. It all adds up to real evil. If you wonder why black crime rates are so high, go spend some time in our inner cities to learn about the real issues facing young black men. This is the very definition of systemic, systematic racism and oppression. And ladies and gentlemen, you go to these inner cities, and they have been run by liberals. And most of these cities have black leaders, uh, people like Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton. These people are make money off of racists. You know, I believe that the unions were good in the form of this country. But the whole essence of a union requires conflict. If management and employees get along, if management plays employees good, if management treats employees well, then there is no need for a union. So unions need friction. They need that to survive. And just like without creating a race war, without creating uh, basically a lower society, without keeping black people on, on the Democratic plantation, there is no need for the Democratic Party. And so unfortunately, we have one party that pits race against race, that wants you to believe that they're your savior, that, and yet they allow, their leaders get to go send their kids to private schools by choice, but they don't allow the people in the communities to choose their schools. They have to go to dead, dying schools. They give themselves freedoms that other people don't get. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what has to change. we got to start changing our inner cities. we got to start changing how black people are perceived. It seems like the only time black people matter to the Democratic Party is in election time. And that's what I like about Trump. He's reaching out to the black community. He wants to acknowledge things with historically black colleges funding them, with crime, uh, re-looking at how we treat crime and how we sentence people. Uh, he's been addressing some of the stuff. So he said, hey, what do you got to lose? Give us a look. And so today, as we celebrate or commemorate Juneteenth, I want you to know that all men are created equal, that we should judge people based on their choices, not choices that were their own. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. I have a dream. One day, this nation will rise up Live out the true meaning of its dream. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created. I have a dream. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a
If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Ringing Liberty.